hey, do you ever need an extra dose of realness in your life? Is our social media world hard on your mental health? Yeah, me too. That's why I created that Real Girl podcast and platform. Our constant state of connection is not always easy on our self-love and journeys. We hear that and we fear that. We are here to be real and in our feels together. If you need a little boost of empowerment, maybe someone to get you thinking a little deeper, some wholesome support, and quite possibly a little bit of comedic moments, welcome to your safe space. Tune in every Wednesday with me, host Taylor, to recharge, reset, and reflect as a team. We will always be unraveling daily motivation, success, failures, self-love, and everything in between. Most importantly, your place for everything real talk. Catch us on Apple and Spotify podcasts or anywhere where you listen. You're listening to That Real Girl Podcast. Happy Wednesday and welcome to That Real Girl Podcast, your real best friend and place for everything real talk. It has been a hot minute since being able to hop back on here, share with you, hear everyone's feedback on the Instagram, and I pretty much ghosted everyone back on July 5th, which would have been our last Wednesday episode before entering a very lovely but somehow brief summer in Canada here, which many of you know does never last long enough. But I am here today to share as much as I can to do a bit of a life update from what's been happening in the past couple months talk about taking a real break from some things alongside a couple recent trending topics that I find very suitable for the podcast as well as potentially hilarious along the lines of girl math, PSLs, back to school, fall must-haves, and something recently I saw and felt was variable, very, very personally relatable, uh, called a rot night. And so we will dive right into that in a second. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Life updates. This is what has been going on. And this is why I had to take a little bit of a sit down from doing any recording or all the lovely interviews that I love doing with the amazing people that I get to connect with and meet. Basically, back in May, obviously some of these thoughts and plannings happened prior to this, but in May was more of a commitment period when I actually decided to take the plunge on a business endeavor that I had been kind of scheming up in my own mind for a little bit and it was one of those situations where I have learned that I am a very very big big dreamer which obviously has some downsides to such as well as some amazing qualities as well to be a big dreamer and my mom is probably listening and she has always called me a big dreamer in many different aspects and it is true so what happened was 
I have always had the vision for myself and obviously in conjunction with the podcast to have my own studio where I could venture into some creative aspects and creations alongside possibly collaborating with other people who would like to use the space as well for different needs. Some of those needs could be photography, videography, as well as podcasting to be able to start your own podcast or continue one that you might have already done in more of a creative environment. So I decided to launch a business with a very lovely graphic and branding designer that I had worked with from the beginning um, named Danny Bristow, who runs Rad Design House. You can find her on Instagram. And we kind of put all my thoughts and ideas and random things that I was shooting at her all together, which I cannot thank her enough for everything that she did to be able to put the branding together and came up with a business for a rental studio and creative community called Cloud9 YXE. So Cloud9 is a rental studio built for connection, community, and artistic visions, basically with the thought of being a very minimalist aesthetic to provide very inviting and versatile place where creativity can thrive. following listening this episode today please go and check out the website there was a lot of time and work put into it it's very very beautiful and you can find this at cloud9yxc.com on the website you'll notice that there's kind of like an intro section for home um, a tab about the studio an area to contact us and you can actually do direct booking on the website for the different packages and opportunities that we offer um, all described in the little sections booking is open to all our space offers inclusive platforms for individuals to bring their ideas to life whether you're an artist entrepreneur or simply seeking a space to express your creativity we definitely welcome you with open arms cloud nine is the place to bring your dreams to life So basically, that is the larger gist of what has been taking up a lot of my brain power and time this summer, which in turn, for those of you thinking, what are you thinking? How could you do this as well? And you're completely right. It's absolutely absurd. And I do not take any opportunity to give anyone advice in terms of time management or saying what you should or shouldn't take on because it would be like the blind lead the blind and yes it is a lot is absolutely a lot trust me I that's why I had to take a minute to step away from the podcast even though I know it's something that I really do love and I find it beneficial for myself and most of the time for others listening as well However, I absolutely took on too much this summer, and I am very self-aware of that. On the other end, there are times when 
something just feels right in terms of an opportunity and executing and pursuing something that you have a vision for. And although there were very, 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 very many moments this summer and leading now into September that I wouldn't say I was on the brink of some kind of burnout, but I am very exhausted and pulled in very many different directions. I think when you're very passionate about something you're doing, it definitely provides that extra boost of motivation to get done what the plan is or finish the project that you have in mind to be able to get things rolling. If you don't have that, then it's very likely everything is going to fall apart and fail very rapidly, which is okay as well. However, I just want to reiterate the importance of being super, super passionate about what you are putting your um, investing and time into in terms of pursuing potentially a bigger dream you may have outside of your main career that you're working on. So the studio has been up and running since August 1st, so it's only been just over a month. And unfortunately, today, this episode is not being recorded in the studio as we are pending some other equipment that will be in place. I'm thinking the first or second week of October, which we have some other podcasts which are going to be recording out of the studio as well, which is very exciting. And today I am still recording here humbly in the basement of my partner and I's because, surprise, just when you thought that we didn't have and I didn't have enough going on, we are actually moving as well. Not necessarily moving anywhere different from where we live, but we have a brand new house that we are moving into currently which has been going on for about two weeks therefore I'm laughing because it's one of those things in life when all the good things or all the bad things are happening it truly is all at once however these are all good things it just sometimes ends up being a lot however I can see things feeling a bit more in pace and settle down hopefully when the snow skirts falling on the ground and believe it or not for anyone listening outside of Saskatchewan that will come very soon for us too too soon I would say for the most part that would be what's going on with the life updates we got the studio going we're trying to get the podcast back in action this week no promises if I've decided on weekly or bi-weekly. I would always love to do weekly, but sometimes that doesn't always pan out the same way every month. We do have some very awesome guests lined up. There's two at the end of this month, and there's quite a few happening in October and November. So I look forward to being able to announce some of those and additionally be able to keep working on seeking out some really interesting people that I would love to connect with and I think that are definitely worth having a conversation with and for you to hear as well. The next little topic 
that I want to basically mention before getting into some of the little finer, funny details of the episode is I think probably about a few weeks ago, although there was all these amazing things happening and I had every reason to be grateful. And that's when this kind of thing is so hard because it's kind of something that you can't control no matter how many positive, you know, interactions or circumstances that are going on. And that's when a person feels even more guilty because you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, what is wrong with me? I should be grateful. Like I have everything and more that a person could want or, you know, even better circumstances than someone else in the world who might have way, way less going on in their life and opportunity and they just live in a completely different place. But I was feeling so just in the in the dumps of it all of my well truly my own mind is what it is. And I really hate when I get to that place and I am still trying to figure out if some of it is lined up hormonally with different cycle things but truly at this time I would say it was actually very random it had nothing to do with anything that lined up with cycles of a women's month which has happened in the past and I definitely put notion and understand that however I was still showing up like I was still doing the things I had to do still doing the responsibilities but everything just felt so like nothing (laughs) and I just I don't necessarily have some kind of piece of advice but I just wanted to share what has made me feel so much better in the past literally only like a week I used to I wouldn't say I was a runner but I did a lot of track and field when I was in high school and cross country and then you know on my own spare time I would obviously do running and um that was something I always kind of enjoyed for the most part I would say probably running with people will always be one easier and two a bit more enjoyable same thing as podcasting however what has really helped me in the past week has one it is so hard to get up in the morning especially because it's already dark in the morning so 6 a.m it's still dark 6 30 it seems like it's still dark to me and the past I think so this morning um the other morning and I think the other week I did once I just got myself up like immediately and put on clothes stepped outside because it's cold in a sense like not winter cold but you need a sweater for sure And I just started running. And I won't lie to you. The running truly, truly was embarrassing. There is absolutely nothing impressive about the, in in, uh, quotes, running I did. However, I think I ran, like the block we live on is quite large. So I think I ran around the block a few times, like enough that I'm, I'm sweating and I'm like huffing and puffing. There's no getting around that. I'm out of shape in terms of running capacity. My weight, my weight game isn't too bad, but the running is definitely not there. 
but then when I needed a break, I would just walk for a little bit and then I'd start running again and then I'd walk and then I'd run. And I don't know, probably was only actually out of the house for a total of about 25 minutes, but you know, it's better than zero, first of all, when you haven't ran for a long time. And I think we all know by now in this day and age that running releases some very lovely chemicals in our brains. And no, I I do not think that the running completely cured my, my slump of feelings of overwhelming impending doom and low moods. However, I cannot recommend enough nor remind you of how important it is to just get your face out in the cold and move your body. I don't even care if you run for two goddamn minutes. Like, just just run. Like, even say I'm going to run to the tree and then run and then you can be done for the first time. And I just think it's been the most important thing that I've been doing these days. My issue is, right now I haven't been at work for this past week in, in terms of the hospital. Just because it's just my normal scheduled days off. However, it is very even more difficult to do that on a day where you have to go into work for 7.30 at the hospital. Meaning I probably have to do something like that around like 5.45. So I will check back in with you in terms of how that works out. But it is just nice to be able to start some of those things for myself and try and get that running in before the rest of the day or my world starts because there definitely are times if I don't do it before everything else that's jam-packed into that day it's not going to happen and I think a lot of people can relate to that so sometimes all you need is just 10 to 20 minutes to do that in the morning and I think that's really impressive you don't even have to go to the gym if you want to go in the gym and lift weights later on or you want to go to the gym and run later that's great but this is just what works for me and it makes my brain feel good so get on some of that if you are having some issues with some low moods because it will do you nothing bad at all it will do everything good okay moving on we know it's getting cold out so that is going to lead us in to my next thought process and thing I would like to mention, which is it's back to school, which is not back to school for me at all. And I do not have children, but everybody is back to school all over social media, all over the news, all over outside. When I see 10 million kids walking around the block and not in class, and I don't remember doing that. So I don't know what that's about. (laughs) Um, However, I would like to chat about fall must-haves which you will likely think is all about fashion but I will be surprising you in a second uh, as well as PSLs to have or not to have let's just start with the the drink because that's how you start your day anyways usually so I I am I don't know how I feel about the PSL and I I don't necessarily care if people are obsessed with the pumpkin lace um i can't even say it so i shouldn't even be drinking it with the pumpkin spice lattes i think that's more than fine however i don't know i think maybe they get a little bit too much hype i can't tell there's part of me that feels like i get a headache from them there's part of me that i don't know if i like the taste halfway through but then i remember 
my favorite, obviously, classic all-time latte would just be like a generic vanilla latte. There are times when I'm drinking a vanilla latte and halfway through, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of over this now. So probably like a tall from Starbucks would be a better size for me than a grande because I think halfway through the grande, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of over this and I would, you know, want to throw it out. So I don't know if that's part of the issue, but in terms of the PSL, I had my, everyone's going to be like, what the hell? Who loves them? My first PSL was actually like two years ago. It wasn't like I have not been having them since they have become such a big thing years and years ago. And my friend orders them half sweet, I think. So that's what she had ordered me as well. And I think that definitely made me enjoy it a little bit more. However, pumpkin low-key sort of grosses me out. And I think maybe that's what can't make me decide if I like them or if I don't. So I'm probably going to stick to my vanilla latte, which actually I've been enjoying making at home a lot more than getting anywhere for the most part. Which, if you can really learn to make yourself the drinks that you like at home, I think that's really lovely. And I don't think it has anything to do with really saving money. Because if you do the math about getting yourself a coffee out a couple times a week, it it ain't going to add up to much every month, I can tell you that much. It's not going to save enough to buy you a home, so get the coffee out if you like your damn coffee. But I really like the thought and... um act of being able to make my own lattes at home if you have a really good frother and stuff like that but I would love to hear what people think about the pumpkin spice latte whether you have even tried it before because maybe there are people listening who have never even tried and which I think is very funny because they probably wouldn't share that on social media because people are very about their PSLs so keep me posted Okay, I'm starting the fall must-haves with with two fashion things. And I am no fashion guru or fashion influencer of any sense at all. Do not follow me for that. You will be severely disappointed. However, I do have some lovely uh, friends and individuals I follow and who listen to the podcast who have some amazing fashion recommendations so I will definitely always be sharing those kinds of people on our story so always keep an eye out for those however there are two fashion things I think two uh well now I'm losing my train of thought so probably just one for now but oh no okay two (laughs) bear with me that I have kind of been seeing all over And I don't have one of them yet because I can't seem to commit to like a certain type or color, but I should do it sooner than later before the snow gets on the ground, is I am really enjoying this comeback of, it's flats technically, but they kind of are this like modern ballerina take on flats. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I can guarantee if you go on like your IG for you page or you go on your Pinterest page or like if you have to search it, um, 
many different brands or kinds should come up. However, the flats that are kind of trending for like this late summer, early into fall are like not your generic flats that you used to wear in like 2012, 2010 maybe, which I never personally liked. I had so many pairs of different colors, but I always get blisters from them. So I always hated those. It's kind of like a ballerina style flat. Some of them even have like the little um, strap over top of the front of your foot, which is really cool. And then like I feel like the front of the toe area is a lot different um, than some of the flats that we used to wear in like 2010. And the colors are some type of cool so that is what is really interesting as well if I have any specific ones that I'm considering purchasing I will definitely share on our stories my other thought of fall must-haves are and this isn't a specific kind of you know product or anything such as the flats that we just mentioned but I feel like I never really understood transitional pieces you know in terms of summer to fall or maybe fall into winter but what I've been really loving right now and this is not a new thing and I used to do it more years ago and then kind of fell off the map from it I used to be so big into jeans that's all I wanted to wear was jeans but what I'm really kind of feeling pulled towards lately from summer going into fall is I'm just loving like the longest dresses I have with either like a sweater vest or like a sweater on top of it and so obviously it ends up looking like a skirt which is fine but then if it the problem is is sometimes they're still really warm like noon to 2 p.m days and so it's so cold in the morning and then it's just hot all of a sudden for like two hours and then so you end up needing to take off like the sweater or the sweater vest for a little bit or like put it around your waist or something and I just think that's kind of a really big fall must have for me and what I'm kind of drawn to wearing right now which is sort of interesting so those are the first two fall must-haves in the fashion related department okay putting the fashion behind us we are getting in to not so much the rules of the fall however just a simple thought guide that could help you pave the path for the coolest, realest fall girl situation you could have. Number one, you do have to get the summer out of your system. However, a lot of people in places such as Ontario, for example... The weather vibe is still pretty much in summer. It is very warm there in September. However, where a lot of us may be, the leaves are already starting to fall. So you got to get that out of your system. You got to say goodbye to summer. It will be back, but you got to say goodbye. Number two, before entering any of the other suggestions or rules I may have, I would say... If there are fall things, fall themed things, and some of them may not be for you, and that's okay. If you want them to happen in your September and early to mid-October, 
you need a bucket list and you need to get planning. For example, some people feel very passionate about, you know, going pumpkin picking or going to, um, like, a corn maze. I personally don't feel very excited nor motivated to anything related to pumpkins or pumpkin carving. However, if those are the things that you want to do with your with your gals or yourself um or your boyfriend or whatever if you got one of those, you got to plan it out. So that's number 2. You need to make some sort of goal or bucket list and have specific dates in mind where these things may be happening. That's going to help you get those memories under your belt for your own fall before you know it it will not be present number three starting off strong is to me fall real girl worlds involve the gilmore girls and i know there are some of you out there who have not watched the gilmore girls and i will not hold it against you but there is a part of me rolling my eyes at you right now because there is a possibility, if I were to tell you the truth, that I have watched the Gilmore Girls potentially more than 20 times over since the age of uh, possibly 17, maybe 16. And I think that there is nothing more important than situating your fall on the right path than watching the Gilmore Girls. And there are absolutely times where the Gilmore Girls is within a time of summer and spring. However, if you want to get really, really specific about it, you could actually find the episodes that immerse yourself into fall and winter activities because there are very many fall-related episodes within the Gilmore Girls. And if you haven't watched it and you have no idea what I'm talking about, I am not even going to tell you about it. You go on Netflix. It's there. It has never not been there. I don't think. And try it out. It's about... Oh, I just lied. I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> I'm too excited. It's just a mom and a daughter. That's all I'm saying. And they just have this very warm and cozy and fun life that you will enjoy watching. And if you don't enjoy watching it, well, nothing's wrong with you. But... I would like to know what you didn't like about it. I would really like to know. (laughs) Okay, number three. Let's see what I want to say next. How about... Number three is to try something new for your fall. And I'm not going to get specific about what that could be. Because everyone's different. So whether you want or you think you should try a new kind of class. Maybe there's like an art class or a pottery class. Or maybe you've never been to a Pilates class or a reformer's class, a paint night, uh, a poetry night. Uh, There are a lot of things that happen, even in small cities. And I recommend to have the best fall you can have to try something new, just even once. It doesn't have to be something that you continue on with. Just to put yourself out there in a different kind of circumstance, whether you try it alone or with a friend. I think that is a wonderful idea. Moving on. Number four. We are starting to think about the times, because there have been many of them, 
where we spent very many winters very seasonally depressed. We're thinking about this now because we are somehow going to try and be conscious and preventative to avoid the terrible, terrible blues of the winter and the long, terrible blues of the winter in Canada. And I genuinely, excuse me, (laughs) genuinely don't have a direct answer for you right now. And I definitely did an episode about kind of the seasonal blues mixed in with something else way back at the beginning, maybe like episode five or six, and that might be worth your listen. And I don't have a miracle answer. And I potentially will do a survival guide for preparation in the coming weeks as to what I think is going to help me out. However, I just want to put it on your radar that this is an important rule of the fall to consider right now as you are also considering the lovely things that you would like to do for yourself or new things you'd like to try is we have to start thinking about how to set yourself up for success in the winter so circle back to that soon altogether (laughs) i think we're at number five so we'll say number five This one is very specific. Bear with me on it. But I think it's important. And it can be in absolutely any format. But I think a fall real girl rule is to bake a pie. And if you want to be a little bit deconstructed about it, I think that's more than fine. Everyone loves a good apple crisp. And to be even more specific, I think a rule for the fall is apple. And Yes, pumpkin is up there, but quite frankly, so is apple. And it's it's a debate whether which one is more important. So I would say I personally enjoy making apple crisp more. I have made apple pie before. However, I think you should add it up there in that bucket list as long along with this being a number five rule is something to do with apples and pie within your fall is going to set your fall trajectory off to a very good start so you can laugh all you want but i think it's key so while staying on the preparation topic number six of the fall rules is i want to describe it first as maybe like decluttering and and prepping so i think there is nothing more satisfying about the moving part that's going on with me in terms of being able to get rid of things and decluttering and cleaning although the actual physical moving of boxes sucks tremendously however i think an important thing for your fall is to really declutter what's going on with your pantry your fridge any of those things because you never know what you might find that you forgot about which will lead me into my my next, my number seven here, so bear with me. But with it being winter coming up, sometimes you really do not feel like leaving the house in the winter, whether there is a snowstorm going on or not, because there will be at least one. Sometimes you just don't feel like driving in all the winter and the snow, and sometimes it's just nice to be able to have a cleaned out 
freezer and fridge and you can basically take some time this fall to prep some things if you'd like. There's always some really great videos on TikTok or YouTube about different ideas for things that can be prepped for the freezer that are easy and accessible and I think that is a really good way to set yourself up for success especially when you are dealing with the seasonal blues and you don't feel like making anything and you got some chili prepped and frozen and I think that's a good way to start your thoughts about how you can set yourself up for success for the seasonal blues also. So number six would be, and we all know this, we might be real girls, but we are soup girls too. And if you aren't a soup girl, I mean, I find that fascinating how someone couldn't like soup. I mean, obviously there's different variations as to how much someone like soup or not and I'm gonna tell you right now it might scare you how much I like soup and never truly the same one it's always just different variations of soup like I like when we go for a lot of like Thai food or anything like that over the past years like any kind of rice noodle soup would probably turn my worst day around why I don't know but there's just something quite wholesome about the Gilmore Girls and soup together. <laughs> so that's the next rule. It's soup season. And I mean, I'm not going to tell you you have to make it. Obviously, if soup season means you're just trying other people's soups, that's cool. But I find it so satisfying making soup. I love making soup. And I especially love making a new soup that I've never made before. Because soup is one of those things that you can't really do it wrong. Like, you can always just do it different ways. And when I make a new recipe for soup that I've never made, I always follow the recipe that right the first time just to make sure that I don't do anything super weird. But then after I make it the first time, it's usually stuck in there, like, somewhat pretty good as to what's going on with it. Because most soups have some very similar aspects to them. Um... And that's what makes it kind of generic and easy. If you don't know how to make soup or, I don't know, cook to begin with, I mean, I'm I'm not going to tell you that I can give you some lessons or anything because I don't got the time for that and nor am I an expert. But, I mean, it's really easy just to watch videos and try things out and, like, follow it exactly right the first time. And then after that, you can probably just kind of wing it. That's the only suggestion that I have for you. I think I'm going to leave it at that for the fall rules list and take it as seriously or not seriously as you want, but it's there and it's out there for you. And while we're on the topic of trying new things and like these lists, and I'm not going to add this to the list. However, I think this is very interesting and I absolutely am determined to try this and I think there might be one where I live now however I know there's like some in Vancouver possibly and tons in the states but something new that I want to try this fall has nothing to do with like a class or um like any kind of fitness um topic however it is a very lovely interesting form of self-care and I definitely enjoy going for the sporadic facial I would say I only probably go for like a facial like two times a year and I definitely go for regular pedicures more in the warmer months and I probably will do one again soon that will set me through the winter in a sense. However, I want to try, like they're kind of, 
I think they're like a Japanese head spa, but basically it's like a facial for your head and you go and I don't think they do anything to your face like unless you book some kind of like maybe they have like an offering to do like almost like a facial and a head spa combined. But I don't know, they do like they have like 15 different steps they like do for your scalp and your hair. And you like wash your hair. I don't even know if they really do it after, which is fine with me. Like maybe they blow dry just so you're not leaving with wet hair. But it's not meant to be like you're not going there for like a blowout or anything like that. It's just like a head spa. It's like for your scalp and your hair. And it just seems like I see the videos all over TikTok all the time. Like my for you page is like listening to my brain and my thoughts because I just like see it all the time and I want to go to one so bad. And so if you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's fine. But you should go on, like, Google or on TikTok and, like, just search up. It'll Something will come up from one of the ones that exist in the world. Um, but it just seems like the most tranquil and, like, relaxing thing I have ever seen next to, like, obviously having a facial or a massage. But I'm determined to try one this fall or, like, very early winter and I will keep you posted about how that goes. Last little tidbits that I wanted to bring forth was kind of like some social trends that are going about because as many of you know, the reason that this podcast was started from me was to try and debunk and get away from some of the expectations of needing to be that girl in our ever-changing society. Basically, just to remind people that not everything is always aesthetic and perfect, which is ironic because I've been really finding it interesting how, well, the new business that I'm running truly is about that. It's not about perfection, but it is about being able to provide the aesthetics for you know for clients and for people who would like to be a part of the community just to be able to give a blank slate not that we can't have things that are obscure or you know things can be non-aesthetic but it's just to provide an area to foster creativity for many different types of minds and goals however the podcast platform is kind of my space where I can just be my most genuine and authentic self as well as I hope that it inspires those listening and following along on Instagram to do the same. Therefore, I also like to be able to keep up with some of the, I would say they always kind of start from TikTok for the most part, but like trends, like most of you listening would know about the trend that probably started like a month ago that's like the girl dinner where it's like if you haven't heard the tiktok sound it's like girl dinner girl dinner and basically long story short girl dinner it was just more of like a joke about sometimes like the weird girl dinner things that women will eat like on their own like what if they're like you know part their partners out or something um or they maybe like it's just something they do as like a single girl on their own and it's like weird combinations like maybe they for dinner they have like two chicken nuggets and like some chocolate milk and then maybe like um 
I don't know, like, a piece of cheese. And, like, it basically it's just, like, think of, like, a bunch of, like, random snacks that don't go together that you, like, have together. And that's what girl dinner is. And for anyone who took it out of context for it being, like, encouraging poor eating habits, it's really not what the whole realm or joke of it was. It was just signifying how a lot of women sometimes will almost, like, have 10 snacks together that is like a dinner and that's not something that people do all the time as far as I'm concerned it was more of just a a a polite tasteful trend and joke however late I'm kind of enjoying these like girl trends and I think the most recent one that, that would be happening is girl math which is just actually somewhat hilarious to me and I've definitely seen it all over my TikTok page a ton which is why I wanted to bring it up because basically it couldn't be more accurate and although many of us wouldn't want to admit it like we know it we all know it's a joke okay however some people on like a different podcast I think were like basically saying how ridiculous it was that like girls think like this and like the reality is like we do think like this sometimes but we also know that this trend is like somewhat of a joke and there are many different examples so I'm just going to like bring forward a few for those who don't understand the girl math trend but basically girl math is um number one if you see a sale okay and you don't buy something then basically in a sense you could be losing money because there's a sale and that sale might not be there for like you know that brand or that store later so the thought is you're losing money if you don't actually go and buy something at the sale and so no in theory obviously we all know if you don't buy something at a sale like you're you're spending money nevertheless but that's the joke is that that's a a girl math thought process Uh, I'm trying to think of some other examples off the top of my head there are a lot of different examples but the other ones I want to mention are so basically if you pay cash it's free and a lot of you might not think that is the truth and in theory it is not again however our brains we think if I didn't use my plastic like my card that day the cash is free there's a lot of people in our generation like do not use cash that is just not how things like function so if you find five bucks or whatever it is you find 50 bucks and you spend a lunch you just got free lunch (laughs) Okay, next is say you're like out for lunch with a group of friends and you decide to like um just have like one person take the tab just to make the billing easier and then people will just transfer you back right after and you paid for the entire lunch like with your card and so when you're about to leave everyone like the three or four people transfer you back you just made money because they, you just gained it back and it's not that you and no, we understand that, like, they paid exactly what they need to pay you back, so you just replace the money that was just used. However, sometimes our brains think that, well, I just made money back again. Um, and the last example that I will say is if you bought something and 
basically, I don't know, it was broken or like it was faulty or something and you need to return it and you get a refund for it, you just made money. (laughs) And I just think these are so funny. I just like, the thing is though, we all know that they're so not true but why does our brain think like this sometimes? And I just think it's so hilarious. If anyone had anyone anyone has any other examples about girl math situations to them that actually like make sense because their brain seems to function like that, even though they know it's not accurate, I would love to hear them. And so I wanna finish off the episode with the last trend next to girl math though. I think that's even more recent than girl math. And I haven't really seen much about it except for one article randomly and one video. But I don't even care if it doesn't pop off because it's something that I'm about from time to time. And that's okay if you're not. However, it's literally be calling rot night, which it's not like there's no girl word in it. I think it's just called rot night. But I think... There is nothing more important than a rot night. And if you don't know what that is, and it might be different for everybody, but my old friend and I in university, like, we had, like, I don't even know if it was a night. Like, we had a rot day. And this would be after, like, we would do so many exams or finals or projects or, like, like all this thing all at once. And I I don't even know if it was, like, necessarily, like, on a Saturday or Sunday because there'd be times where we'd have, like, a Friday off, like, no lectures, no nothing. And we'd have, like, a grandpa from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory rot night and rot day, whatever, rot life of that day, whatever you want to call it, where basically we, like, we were clean. Like, we, we showered, but we were, like, in our biggest, fuzziest pajamas I would say for the most part, like, our phones were on, like, do not disturb, like, or we just, like, didn't go on them. Pretty much just, like, watched back-to-back movies for, like, over 12 hours. Maybe fell asleep throughout parts of the different movies. One fell asleep, we both fell asleep, who knows. On opposite ends of the couch, with, like, five blankets, each in a bunny hug, we had, like, a pizza... We had chocolate milk. We had everything we needed in the house. We didn't leave to get anything. Everything was ready there for us. And I don't know exactly what the definition trend of a rot night or like a rot day is quite yet. However, I think it is just like the understanding of like rotting away that day. Although I think maybe everyone needs a rot day once in a while. And I think that's pretty important. So I think actually this trend unlike the girl math, is more of a joke. Like, the rot night is a joke, but I don't know. Maybe it's important because I don't know. Like, after having such crazy days or weeks or months, like, maybe once a month, everyone needs, like, a rot night with their best friend or their sister or, like, your partner, too. It doesn't matter. You can have a rot night with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And I don't know. I just wanted to plain notion to end the episode today about the importance of considering a rot night and I think maybe some of you didn't realize you were already doing a rot night and good for you you were didn't even know you were on trend already so I want to finish off the episode today with some actually statements that potentially to some of you listening you might find that are very cheesy 
But I find it really difficult to actually self-talk to myself. And I did a really funny, interesting episode back, maybe episode 12 or 13, with a friend of mine, Peyton, and we did a whole episode about confidence, so that's definitely worth your listen um, to go back there if you haven't listened to that one. But I find it difficult to self-talk out loud. Like, sometimes I'm really good at it in my head, but I think it would be so much more beneficial if I could actually conduct it out loud. I think I'm, like, embarrassed for myself, actually. And, like, honestly, if someone walked into me like if my boyfriend walked in on me like saying these like self-affirmation statements like he wouldn't like he would wouldn't make fun of me at all like, he would be like oh like but I don't know like I I, I want to like my other like out of body self wants to like make fun of myself for self-talking and I'm trying to get better at that I just think it could be so important to actually say some of these things that I'm going to share with you to yourself out loud and if you can't start out loud like I know how it's difficult for myself maybe it's worth even saying it in your head to start your day or during a difficult moment of well when you're having a lot of self-questioning or confused about where you're at with a lot of different things so I'm just gonna say them somewhat slower um, to separate them each but maybe either write them down while you're listening or um, do like a recording of it um somehow if you're with someone you could always just have it played back and repeat them to yourself but writing down is probably the easiest so i love and accept myself i am worthy of all i desire worthy of happiness of success. I choose to be courageous. I know my value. I am empowered and powerful. I am proud of myself. And that's it. And yeah, they're really basic. You probably even thought or heard of them before. But I think that if you could start your day with that before maybe things get busy or you have too much thoughts or anxiety running through your head, that seems like a good choice. I'm going to try and mix that in with right before I do that little running around the block situation I got going on. And well... That brings us to the end of what I plan to discuss with everyone listening today and with myself. And so, as always, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the follows, listens, even when I wasn't recording for a month and a half. For all the people listening during that time, the support and love since the beginning. It now has been just over a year of when this platform all began back in August 2022. So please follow us on TikTok or IG at That Real Girl Podcast to keep in touch about what's happening, like comedy, and of course, the scoop into my real life on social media. If you're feeling extra generous today, 
please take two seconds to write us a quick review on whatever platform you're listening on, whether that's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It helps me out more than you know. Even if you have a bad review, honestly, I'd love to hear it. And I might it might genuinely make me laugh. Check out the bottom of our episode description for discount codes for our two favorite Saskatoon stores that we do have online shops as well for anyone listening internationally. Cheers and have the best day you can have, real girls. Catch you next time.